let God. Gentlemen, a bobsled is a simple thing. Yes, yeah, so's a toilet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I know some of you might be disappointed that you didn't get to hear me singing to start that off, but uh, I could not find the lyrics, and I have a pounding headache right now, but we're going to give you episode 25 here, quarter of a century. Uh, The podcast can rent a car right now. What's going on, Sean? Not much, man. Not much. Um, It's Christmas time for degenerates and football fans, football and football it is Christmas time. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, UCL draw today. I didn't, you got to give me your soccer picks for Saturday because I can bet them at like 4 in the morning there. <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, yeah, bet them before you go to sleep in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, big week. Uh, we got our, our college football starting off. We got a game on in the background. I'm going live bullets in this game. The- I bet the under. Crazy. Cra- <laughs> Sean's bet the under in the first, like, legitimate televised football game of the year. That's some pre-crime right there. You should you should so, lose your card first weekend of betting. Just some thoughts. It was it was really high. The over-under was super high. It was 71. I got it at 70 and a half. It just jumped around a little bit. UCF playing UConn. A conference game, which we'll get into about how there's yeah, a couple conference Yeah, very cool. Games. Conference game to start off the year. Pretty rare in yeah. football. Well, I, I know the Big Ten does it because they have a requirement of conference games. I think it's eight, which is a couple more than the SEC and the ACC. Did not know that. Um, so so they have a stronger schedule. They're, uh, they don't play these weak teams that the SEC plays, hence why they're the better conference. I've got, got to find some stat. There was some stat about, like, out, like Duke basketball has played more like road non-conference games than Alabama has. So it was some crazy stat about how Alabama football basically plays absolutely nobody outside of their conference. Well, they play new, they're, they're like big game every year is a neutral site game, so yeah. they don't play a true road game. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's a cop out. <laughs> but um, college football, I went. Yeah, I took the under seventy-one and a half. UCF, I think, is. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to have a little bit of a hangover from last year. Unfortunately, they're up... Uh, last year's national champions, right? Yeah. Well, now recognized by the NCAA. I, I saw that. I didn't read the article. Right? I saw so, the headline. The NCAA recognizes uh, Alabama as the college football playoff champions and UCF as the national champions. Okay. Now that I guess... So they finally get that kind of so wind they, in their they sails. They got the non-corporate, you know, like, yeah. here's the, the actual award thing here. I don't hate that. That's... It's tongue-in-cheek, like everybody yeah. kind of made fun of them for getting the rings, but the NCAA recognized it, and it's like, okay, it's legit now. It, it would have been kind of, it would have been a little bit more timely if the NCAA would have done it earlier. Six months ago. Yeah, like, hey guys, <laughs> good work, congratulations, but... You know. But, I mean, yeah, it still kind of gets, gets you hyped up for the new year. No, uh, yeah. National Get some recognition. So, yeah, I, I took uh, the National Champs, the under in the National Champs game tonight. UConn is just horrendously bad. This the game... American Conference... Uh, yeah, the American Conference. This game, I'm not sure if you remember UCF UConn. UConn tried to start a rivalry in this game. They called it the civil conflict between UConn uh, and, and UCF. Yeah. I I I am no English major. I am no English teacher. I don't know if UCF is in civil conflict. There's obviously a CF in civil. I don't know. I so there's a con in there somewhere. Um, but 
Yeah, I don't know. They, so UConn I'm started lost. this. They made a trophy, and UCF was like, "No, like we're not like, what? rivals. Like, this is not how rivalry rivalries game. work. It's not like you just like show up with a trophy. You're like, we're playing for this now. There's a name on it. Like what? The first year is this uh, bowl season. We're just like, gonna start creating bowls like out of nowhere, out of thin air. UConn had like countdown to the civil conflict in their locker room, and. Uh, so they, they made a trophy for it, even though UCF didn't recognize it. And then UCF won it, and UConn like, gave them the trophy after the year. They're like, you're civil conflict champs. And they just left the trophy at the field. I was going to say, <laughs> if, if they won it, I would have like taken it and just smashed it on the ground. But they I like that better, just leaving it there. It. Like, what, I'm, I'm going to take care of this. So going to have to check this. Civil conflict, I think it was Bob Diacono uh, was the coach at UCF at the time. Super crazy guy. But, yeah, they're so... A, a, a perennial loser playing in the American, so I took the under tonight. They have kind of a fast-paced offense, which is hurting me. As we said, though, start of college football season. Some great games. A lot of great up. games from noon to midnight. It's going to be on Saturday. Just endless, endless games. Uh, any games in particular you like, Shams? Um, a couple games I definitely want to watch and some I'm curious with, betting perspective. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, one, starting off at noon, is the uh, Florida Atlantic FAU Owls versus Oklahoma. Lane Kiffin, Joey Freshwater. I do I do like that game. Should be very entertaining. Oklahoma, big favorite, 21 points. But FAU should keep it close. I think it'll be interesting. Over-under set at 72. That I is like the a points. lot of I points. like the over, but they, yeah, they, they are both run and gun nonstop. You know, Baker Mayfield's offense last year, that guy fucking slung the ball everywhere. FAU... You saw they blew who, who they play in their bowl game. They blew out last they year. They blew the snot out of It wasn't even it was close. Thirty-two insane. point spread, yeah. and oh. they covered it by twenty points. Oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah. So what I find kind of interesting in this game, and with kind of Oklahoma in general for this year, uh, their quarterback Kyler Murray was a top draft pick in the MLB draft, and I'm not sure how this works, but at, apparently at the end of the year he's going to play baseball. And like took the he had already committed to Oklahoma to play football. There's something where he's playing football at the end of the year. He's going to play baseball professionally, regardless. Regardless, he like already essentially. I think the the, the check is cashed. He got the huge signing bonus. Well, you get the signing bonus regardless. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know what that has to do with this. his amateurism, but yeah, fuck. in the back of my head, and this isn't just for this game. This is for the whole season for him in Oklahoma. He can't get hurt. No. He's going to be playing scared, and if you're Lane Kiffin, you need to send the dogs. I know he's dual threat, so you don't necessarily want to bless every play. He'll sneak around it, break out a huge run. But you got to get this yeah. kid uncomfortable. Because in his head, if he sees like a big tackle coming... He must be really freaking good if they're going to start him consistently throughout the year. Because if I was the coach and that was like, get off my team. You know, if, you, if your, your goal is to go play baseball professionally, you've already signed a contract, I don't want you to be the quarterback on my team. I don't, I, they're old enough. They're still student athletes and they're, they're still kids at this point. But they can understand that like that'd be like working in construction and then taking an engineering job. But working in construction for a year like i have no idea how, how that analogy was going to work but uh <laughs> i i, I kind of see your point it's like your, your focus com- should your be committing- some, your focus yeah. should be on the next step your yeah. focus should be on the next level that that better that better job the more essential job the job that's going to carry you throughout your life hopefully it's it's honestly bonkers the ncaa is letting him do it because it's usually uh 
a very no fun league. Mm-hmm. Every violation they can pull yeah. out of their ass, they're gonna put down on these kids, which is unfortunate. But absolutely. But I do in this game like uh, FAU. I they oddly enough have a lot of kids from the first season of Last Chance U, East Mississippi Community College kids. Have their quarterback coach as well. Damn. But uh, they run fast. They score a lot. I agree the over will probably hit. Another game that I've heard the over should be hot is Ole Miss-Texas Tech. Texas Tech's offense is air raid. The the Red Raiders. Hottest coach in college football. They that that's another and noon early game that should start off with a bang. Points in the, the morning. I want those points in a the morning. A nice little early noon parlay, I think. A little FAU, Ole Miss, Texas Tech. I uh, don't hate that at all. I just need to find somewhere where I can bet the NCFC game and parlay that with like the NC State game or something like that. So, um, filling in some slight things, B, fifty uh, percent of OTB radio is going to be at Ground Zero this weekend. He'll be in Vegas. Uh, the, probably one of the I'd say top three weekends to be in Vegas. I'd say so. Like, you know, first week of college football, football. has got to be pretty big. You know, you got the NCAA tournament, tournament. the first, first weekend, weekend. And Thursday through Friday. Super Bowl. Super Bowl has got to be very big. Yeah, this or the next weekend, which the, you get NFL, NFL that yeah. starts off. I know it's, I feel like NFL is a bigger deal in Vegas, in Vegas for sure. That's like, I know I'm, I'm going to the Westgate, going to the Superbook. World's largest Superbook. The place is absolutely insane, but they have what's called the Super Contest. They run every week of NFL season. Yeah. That's some big pick em, survive. I'm not sure how it works, but I feel like the focus is uh, NFL out there, but should be an absolutely entertaining weekend. Uh, plan on getting there at about 8 in the morning, so it'll be about uh, 10 a.m. West Coast time. Uh, game start at noon uh, East Coast, so 10 a.m. over there, and you know I fly out at 9 p.m. that night. Hopefully, I'm flying out with a lot of money in my pockets. I plan on uh, wagering, and uh, I like to think that uh, hopefully I'll win a couple. I, I hope you'll win a couple, too. Hopefully, uh, we can get some upgrades to this studio. Maybe get some cable in here. Yeah, man. Maybe get like a DeWall mount or something like that. Four Upgrade. screens. Four screens. Four screens, for sure. That Definitely. Big parlay. Big parlay. Cannot wait. The the OTB round sponsored by the Westgate. <laughs> the uh, th- So, those are kind of the early ones. Talked about it. Um uh, off air, uh, Appalachian State, my alma mater, a school you love as well. I made an appearance there for a couple years. Uh, uh, going up, going up to Happy Valley to play Penn State. Um, at first, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm a homer in this situation, so like, I, I, I really love. I was like, you know, the nearest got a lot coming back on D. Clifton Duck, cornerback, second team All American. A lot of potential. A lot of there. like there, there's they have some great players. The one thing that's lacking is quarterback. They've had their their previous quarterback Taylor Lamb was there for what four or five years. Four he, years. He was, he was like starter Stephen Garcia years, yeah. at, at felt South like Carolina. he was there forever. He was there forever. Left a great legacy. Now I believe um, Scott Satterfield, the head coach, named the starter for week one, and I believe it is Jackson Gibbs, the transfer from UCLA. I, I thought it was the other kid, Zach. I, I, they released the depth chart yesterday. All right. And, and they the might Zach have switched kid, it. I believe, was at the top. Zach Cole, see something, right? 
well, I'm glad I'm not going to bet this game because I didn't even know who was no, under center. Yeah, that, that, that's my only asterisk in the matter. Like You have Jalen Moore who comes back, yeah. who's a fantastic Great. back. They're going to run catch through the ball the, out yeah. of the backfield. He is explosive. App, he got injured last year. App went, got reached deep for their running back game, and everybody produced pretty well. And I believe we're bringing back two of, two of those three from last year. So that helps. We have a pretty great offensive line, which is a lot of the reason why Taylor Lamb excelled when yeah. he was young, uh, when he was at App. But, you know, there's a couple holes there. Like you said, you know, they're probably smaller than most people at Penn State. The size advantage is usually what set back at, at, sets App back. But this team has it's fast. Record, this it's fast. Is that, and record wise, this team is up there with any other team in the NCAA. They're top 10 in their win percentage since they've entered the end since they're they entered division they're just, one like they a, a coach who like just being a coach as a winner is a big like i know that their spread their uh, record against the spread i believe is slightly over 500 or just about 500 but a team that most people just at the sight of them are going to write them off really do produce some talent and have some ability there and it's going to be interesting to see what they do in five ten years yeah now that they are full-time legit once FBS. you get a couple of those bowl game checks coming in, yeah, man, you get two, upgrades to facility. Like you they're can start building to compete, new dorms out new, there, yeah. man. It's, it's there, there's it's a lot coming. of little there's, things with recruiting could, and whatnot. I'd like help. to see them potentially, you know, go to another conference. This, I think that. that's I know a, it's that's early, five but plus years exactly. Down the line. I, like, but you got to think, you know, with all the talks going on, oh, Power Five, non-Power Five. Like, will there be a realignment soon? Will something else come up to where you know they can kind of consolidate everybody outside of the Power Five? But you know. I don't know. It's something for the future. You were right. Uh, most likely the starter is going to be Zach Thomas Zach making Thomas. his uh, NCAA debut. Stack I'm at with the pickup on that one. Um, 24 and a half point spread. I initially loved why, it. Why does it feel like I already know his hair flips out the backside? Of Zach Thomas? Yeah. Oh, There's a 100% chance his I can, hair probably goes out the ear holes as well. He's definitely cool. got this like a mop cool. bucket head. 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, the... But yeah, twenty four and a half point spread. I think the over under is about fifty two. Fifty or two or sixty two. Um, I I don't uh, fifty four. Fifty four. It might have pumped up a little bit. I really do not like the twenty four app with getting twenty four and a half points. It's a you can. Uh, Satterfield can get them running with them for a quarter, quarter and a half. But a team that talented. Obviously, Penn State's bringing back Trace McSorley, who is an incredible player. Game, he wasn't. I felt like he was more of a game manager last year, where he's going to be put into a position to actually have to make plays this year without Saquon. But I mean, they're loaded. Unfortunately, in games like this, it's tough because it all depends on if Penn State wants to fucking throw, yeah. throw the hammer down. You know, more than likely, this shouldn't be a game at halftime. This should be a twenty-point lead at halftime for Penn State. But then, you know, do they put their scrubs in and you know, App digs back a couple points here yeah. and there, and Penn State lays down? But Garbage put, time is key. But in you these got games. oh yeah, for sure. But you got a potential Heisman candidate at quarterback. I think that kid stays in the game until that freaking scoreboard says zero and he puts up as many possible points as he can. Because it's a game like this where you can make a name for yourself, boost your stats. You know, yeah, obviously you can be like, oh, he had four hundred yards, whatever, against Appalachian State. That's still statistics that show up on his stat sheet. The fact they're into his total. Yeah, com- completely so, agree. I think I don't know that be guy. A- uh, the guy. What's the dude at uh, Penn State? James. Uh, what's it, the head coach? Uh, James, James Franklin. James Franklin. He, he's, yeah, he's he's a good dude. He seems like a good dude. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, Hopefully, better things at Penn State coming. Yeah, agreed. Um, for good reason, we we couldn't show up to that game. You know, <laughs> only bad things would happen. 
Very true. Uh, a couple other kind of interesting games. A big one is the Michigan-Notre Dame game. Yep. I don't really have a ton of thoughts on this one. I, I know both opponents pretty well, but it's cool that they're playing again. I don't love that they're playing so early in the year. At least it's not a neutral site. Somebody's playing at home. Yeah, like, I like that too. As much as like the neutral site can be cool for something like that, like Michigan Notre Dame, it's, it's like, like a, if it's you're not rivalry, playing that yeah. in South Bend or at the big house, it's like why even fucking bother? Exactly. So uh, another okay. uh, a prop bet I saw: first Power Five coach to be fired. Brian Kelly was like plus three twenty five, something like that. I think that's fantastic. I think he could get think... fired week one if he loses to Michigan. I think no, there's a total possibility. No, no, it's Notre no. Dame, man. They're, how is that guy not got fired already? The payout, the, his his deal is unreal. The payout would have to be so much. I know Notre, Notre, Dame, Notre Dame prints money. Empty Notre checkbook. Dame. They empty killed checkbook. the kid. They legitimately yeah, killed the exactly. Kid. Brian Kelly killed the kid, and he's still head coach at Notre Dame. I it's it's absolutely bonkers. Uh, Notre speaking, Dame is such an odd like. Yeah, I don't know. we could do a whole episode on Notre Dame football. Speaking of kind of in that region, uh, we're not going to talk a ton about Ohio State and kind of what's going on there. But what's kind of interesting is they play Oregon State week one. Oregon State, similar to UConn, perennial loser. Yeah, perennial like oh, bottom bad. five teams in the Power Five. I, I, I said to Shams before we started recording. I think Oregon State beat Oregon like within the Which last is crazy. two years. Which is crazy, but Oregon has dropped off considerably what they were from five, yeah. ten years ago. Chip Kelly that. left, and that program was done. Exactly, but yeah, pretty pretty bad team for the most part. But but what an absolutely banana spread. I think this is the biggest one of eight and a half. The biggest one of the day, which is yeah. crazy because you would expect that to come from a Power 5 team playing a Group of 5 team. Or an FCS team. Yep, not two Power 5 teams, teams. playing there. Oregon the State's in the Pac-12, which... Probably weakest of the five. Um, I don't know a ton about Ohio State's team this year. I don't know if they have. I think uh, you brought it up with Trace McSwirley about having a Heisman candidate. These week one games matter because at the end of the year, those stats. People love padding the stats. So a team with like a Heisman candidate, I always think they're going to leave them in late in the game and try to get some run in. Um, That's just me. I don't think they have one. 38 points. I mean, if... If Oregon State scores once, like, that's pretty big, right? Yeah, no, that's huge. Like, if Oregon State can even go down and, like, kick a field goal to start the game, it's like, that's like a 30-point score for them, essentially. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of other good games going on. Number six, Washington against number nine, Auburn. Auburn's a a two-point favorite there. That's a nice little 330 game. That's crazy that Auburn's two-point favorite. I know Washington's coming east and playing in Atlanta there. But I didn't and realize teams traveling west yeah. coast to east coast. I feel don't usually benefit. Adjust it's, well. Eh, Three thirty game. At least you have a little bit of time. So the but it's essentially a noon start for them. Yeah, the quarterback for Washington, Jake Browning. I feel like he has been there forever. He's still there. God damn. Yes, he's a senior. I think he was a sophomore when they had uh, what two only two years ago when they had that really good year. Yeah, when they contended for the they played the Bama. I think they yeah. played Bama in Atlanta in the college football playoff. Yeah, and they didn't get run over. No, but it like they were like outmatched. When, uh, for what sure. Clemson beat Ohio State? What yeah, was it, like or Bama beat or Michigan State? Yeah, uh, but kind of crazy. <laughs> Fuck you. The uh, quarterback for Oregon, Jared Stidham. I think he is also a Heisman candidate. I like when teams have this premiere. Matchup week one. No, it's, it's cool, it's good but to it's have also, some of those quality yeah. games because you're gonna have your top teams playing those FCS teams, those shit teams. This that I don't like when teams do it at the end of the year. Alabama always, always plays, plays like somebody, a second you know, to last yeah. week. They play like a Georgia Southern or somebody. This that whatever. 
it should be you have to play that team in the first two weeks of the season. You have if yeah. you're gonna include an FCS team, or if you want to be like US UNC and include two FCS teams, it has to be played in the first two weeks of the season. They got to get their win somehow. Exactly uh. against Cal, since I've been in a half point dogs. Uh, is it UNC at Cal is, or yeah, at, it's at Cal. UNC because Cal came here last. Oh year. man, the U- so Cal bad. all day. Oh my God, <laughs> at Cal. Oh, it could be at UNC. I take Cal seven and a half. Uh, Might as well play the neutral side. Might as well play the park. So, Nobody's showing up to that game. <laughs> one thing, uh, kind of interesting about like these big matchups, week one. All, most of them are booked like six years in advance, so it's kind of like a toss up if the team's even going to be good. Yeah. No. Like so that kind of we, sucks. We're starting to see announcements for like twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty six. It's like I'm planning to be dead by then. Yeah, like this. It's it's pretty crazy, and I I, uh, I mean I, I like it. Another kind of last college game I'm, I want to touch on is uh, Monday night game. I like I always like that first weekend they have a Monday night game. Uh, we have uh, Virginia Tech playing a conference game against Florida State. I believe it is in Blacksburg. If you could double check on that for me, Stack Guy Matt. Third. Nevertheless, seven and a half point spread. Seven and a half, 8 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Tallahassee. In yeah. Tallahassee. So it's in Tallahassee. Seven and a half point spread. Two ranked ACC teams. Very nice playing early in the year. 20 and 19. I like it nice and stacked up. Uh, Taggart's first game as Florida State's coach. People love him. Love him. They think he is the next like big coach, it feels like. I mean, there's big shoes to fill with Jimbo Fisher leaving. That's a perennial program. But I like Virginia Tech in this game. I, I, I am so dumb, but I love Beamer Ball, even though Beamer hasn't been there in years. They just I feel like watching Virginia Tech play, I usually like them watching playing at home because I feel like they play with an edge, but like it's just fun. I feel yeah, like they play no. a good way. No, Virginia, Whether they're getting blown out by Clemson at home or losing yeah, to Ohio State on the road. I got to go to Virginia Tech for the first time last year for the Clemson game, and it's it's a pretty cool place. I heard like a lot of like not great things, like people were assholes and people were just like straight up rude, this and that. It couldn't have been any more opposite than that. People couldn't have been nicer, asking how do you like it, this, that, whatever. You know, Even Clemson went up big pretty early. Like It got pretty loud. Enter Sandman Enter was Sandman, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we were pretty high up behind the end zone so i'm sure we didn't get the full volume of it but they did parachuters in with the game ball That's night tight. game like it, it was it was awesome it was pretty cool I, cool I would definitely recommend going up to blacksburg if you haven't been there it's an easy drive from here oh yeah stay in roanoke the dank burger place in roanoke oh my god girl i used to work with recommended it it's just like shake shack oh my Ooh. god potato roll nice flat panda oh man fantastic oh i can get shake shack in vegas oh very nice. Shake Shack nice. in, in and out. The, I might uh, die on the flight back, though. <laughs> Good thing I'm close to the bathroom. I got take, that 2C, that aisle seat right near the bathroom in the front. Take uh, Figure out a way to fly me back to Shake Shack. Oh, I can do that. It might stink up the plane a little bit. People ain't going to be happy. But, be, it's, uh, a, it's a red eye. They'll be asleep. Yo, let me get 40 Shack burgers <laughs> to go, please, in an airtight bag. <laughs> That's so funny. Any, you got how, any other games? How aggressive love? would that be? Checking like a full suitcase of Shake Shack well, cheese. So you'd have and to, then just to be like, like opening my suitcase <laughs> at the, the baggage claim bag. I got burgers here, burgers here. Like that'd be fucking amazing. The, you'd have to have content. like a cooler, like a pizza box. You can get like a Yeti and a pizza check box. That. 
Yeah, pizza box. Nice like that cardboard. Keep yeah. it nice. Or get uh, one of those like uh, no, like the, a pizza. Container. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, then yeah, the warmer box. Yeah, yeah no, okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna look into this. If I can <laughs> scoop one of those, you know, I can check a bag for free. So you know, I got how much size do I have? I can fit a couple burgers. Aftermarket burger sales. Yo, let me get that. A half a tray of fries <laughs> and then a gallon bag of queso for those fries. <laughs> Damn it, why do you put these thoughts in my head? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> that uh, pretty much wraps it up for uh, week one college football. You got any other games you like? Um, I like ODU a lot, Old Dominion. The spread, the lines moved from six and a half to six, or from six to six and a half, which I'm not happy about since I haven't had the opportunity to bet it yet. But I've been trying to read, look at like good spreads, good edges, this, that. I listen to the sports radio at night, and ODU keeps popping up. ODU, ODU, ODU it's... Six points. Who are they playing? Liberty. They're playing Liberty. A little Virginia showdown. It's at Liberty. I, I like. I liked ODU a lot last year. They run the ball really well. A, a good running team is hard to beat because yeah, you just eat they, up that clock. It opened at four and a half, and now it's at six and Whew. a half. So that was public in, likes them too. That was in June. So uh, hoping you know we got a six o'clock kickoff, so it'll be four o'clock Vegas time when that's going off. And uh, ODU beat them 21-17 last time out in 2013, five years ago. But still, you got some uh, history there. But uh, I like that game. Like I said, I forgot there'd be Premier League games in the morning also. We got both kinds of football. But, yeah, it'll be uh, a good Saturday. We talked earlier a little bit how we got NFL starting next week, how that's a prime week in Vegas. There's some big NFL news this week with your Giants. Yes, the New York football Giants. Uh, Your boy, Odell Beckham. So, is it... ODBJ or OBJ ODB what is cuz I've it, heard all different things Early on it was a mixed bag I think it is settled it's OBJ now is the Odell Beckham Jr. Jr. I think that's right cuz the ODB is like Odell I, is I liked ODB cuz it sounded better like ODB you know ODB ODB like, yeah exactly it just it rolled off the tongue better but OBJ works a little bit better more representative I like it but uh, signed paid. a pretty big contract. Like Ninety-three million. Uh, what? Yeah, five years, ninety-three million. I believe he makes twenty and twenty-one on the cap uh, these first two years. But basically, the second he signed, he got like sixty-five million dollars. So that's like the new thing with the deals with the Aaron Rodgers deal. He's gonna get like. 80 million by next St. Patrick's Day for the next two yeah, years. He like lines it out. Yeah, there. for the next two years, he makes like. $400,000 a day. It's always cool when you see people on Twitter break this down. I uh, I think with ODB, so we, we talked about this a little on air. We'll bring it back up. Um, he's a top three receiver, for sure, without yeah, a doubt. I, 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 we debate a little on who's in our top three. He's a top three receiver, no doubt. Absolutely explosive, can open up a game. Um, game changer. Ga- yeah, game changer. And you mentioned how you have to pay him because if you don't pay him, someone else will. Someone will always pay. There's what I was saying earlier. Shouts. What he was alluding to is there's no ceiling right now. Yes, there's a cap, but every player is going to say that they're better than another player. Every year, somebody is going to be better. Every year, Antonio Brown isn't going to lead the league in receptions, touchdowns, yards, this, that. He's not going to be the consistent guy every year. And if he was, he'd be able to negotiate for the contract to have the highest paid every year. But every year, somebody's going to overtake another person, do better this side of their game, that side of their game. Everybody's always going to keep wanting more money. So um, I don't know when we're going to get an end to the cap, but I think 
you know, Rodgers signed his contract as well. How, how much was that? How much guaranteed? You know? It was like $100 million guaranteed. Exactly. Which yeah. is now insane. he's the highest paid. It's like, it'll have to hit a plateau eventually, I think. But when the I feel like runs of, out. of all the people you're going to pay, OBJ, I, I think he's well yeah, worth the money, whatever I, you pay him. I... From the school of thought I'm in, and as a Lions fan, we never really, we, we haven't really paid wide receivers a ton, despite having really good one, Calvin Johnson, well, he the best left, in the league. Unfortunately, yeah. he, that was a different situation. The, I guess. Uh, but I, the best wide receiver doesn't necessarily like. I, I, he's I not going to make your team. You, yeah, he's you not going to make quarterback your team. To throw you need the ball. You still need an offensive line. I, to I'm, protect I'm the understanding, and this might just be the Big Ten thought. You build around a line. You build a line because no. the line protects your quarterback. Look at Carolina this year. They're going to have a weak line, and they're going to have issues with quarterback. The Giants are shaky, and they even t- they brought in Nate Solder. Uh, you know, we have fucking Eric Flowers on the right side right now, which is a huge asterisk, but it's still a little bit shaky. But I think in your where you go with the you know one player isn't going to make a difference. This that whatever. I mean, I think it could. I think he can make a position. difference. Is he going to win a game for you? Yeah, I think a, he has that Odell ability Beckham to could win, win a, game. a game for you with that with his explosiveness. I don't think a wide receiver can carry you through the playoffs. No, and that's that. That's uh, whereas, like a quarterback, yeah, he kind of can. Oh, a running back, yeah, he he kind of can. Yeah, uh, purely I mean, a wide yeah. receiver. No, purely not, a wide not, receiver not on no. his own. But I think what. Is the justification behind it is we haven't had a run game in three five years. I think bringing in Saquon Barkley takes so much pressure off Eli and be able and with our upgraded line is is it still a little shaky? Is upgraded from last year? If Saquon can do eighty percent of what people expect him to do, it's going to give Eli half a second, a second more to react in the pocket to get it to oh Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Um, Saquon Barkley in the backfield. Um, fuck, who's their other? We got another uh, running back who can catch out of the backfield. But I think that there's a ton. Everything works together perfectly, yeah. at least for this year. Next year, it's going to be tough with him making 21 on the cap and then whatever Eli's hit is. That's going to make things shaky. Drafting a quarterback next year? I think that has to be done. But I do like Kyle Lalletta, the kid from Richmond, who's our third string quarterback right now. He has a lot of potential with a little bit of time. And a couple more reps he's playing. He probably plays tonight against the Patriots on Thursday night. Let's see how he does. Yeah, it's yeah. Friday now because we've already recorded this. But we're <laughs> definitely not recording on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely not. I, uh, <laughs> um, this is... Sorry, I, wanted to, I waited too long. I should have had that queued this up This is ready actually to go start, a live but. recording. We're recording this as you're listening. P- feel free to call if in. If you are hearing this, it <laughs> is not a true exclusive. <laughs> feel free to call in whenever you'd like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lines are open. <laughs> we should do that one episode. We should just do it where we tell people, well, for, call, call us between six and seven. We'll record all of them, and then we'll jumble them up together. That is actually a great idea. Kyle Wall led a 6 of 11, 94 yards touchdown and interception right now. I'll take it. That's not bad. Um, I think Odell Beckham, as I was gonna, uh, what I was going to say earlier is if you don't pay him, someone will. And, who, you know, who's a team who really needs a wide receiver right now? Dallas. And it yep. would be a slap in the face to Giants fans if they didn't pay know, you him. Think he could go, you think Dallas would sign him? You think they, they need a wide receiver? Yeah, Jerry Jones has no backbone. He, he has, has no yeah. soul. He it doesn't matter if interdimension. He could have taken a shit on the star in like his first game ever, and Jerry Jones would be like, he needs to be on our team. <laughs> and let's be honest, Odell Beckham would, like, it's all about money, man. Yeah, man, that that's what it comes down to, unfortunately. Like, 
that's what I like to see the Giants extend it the way you hear Odell talk about it, the way you hear John Mara talk about it. He wanted to be there. He, yeah. he did. There isn't a whole lot of loyalty in sports anymore where it's essentially, in my opinion, is who's going to pay me the most money? And can you Get blame, your money. Can no. you blame people for that? No. Like, unfortunately, we can't relate to these people. Um, some some people are in for the money. Some people are in for this. You know, people are concerned about their future. You want to be able to Your get families, that nest egg. You yeah. want to be able to live. You know, you got to be smart about it nowadays. You know, everybody knocks everybody in the past for you know going broke, this that whatever. Like people don't want to do that anymore. You know, you can't blame these people for taking every dime that they can get. Yeah, man. Aaron so, Rodgers, he's he got that money. He's got to save it up to not in send the same his family way, it's Christmas nice, presents. It's, it's nice to see. The Giants, no. They extend the hand. Odell wanted to be there. They wanted Odell there. They drafted him. Like, you know, it's a big deal. Like, I, I like to see that. That that means that there's more than just a contract there. It's That's, you know, me being a Giants fan. Like, that, there's there's something different about the Giants. Like, say how you want, like, Giants-Steelers, you know, the Tishes and the Maras, this and that. It's a little bit different organizations. But I think that they do it the right way. Yeah, I don't necessarily completely agree about that with the benching of Eli last year. But Oh, well, that was Ben McAdoo and John Mara let that. That shit get out of hand. That, that that's a slip up, but yeah, that that shit was unfortunate. Yeah. Nevertheless, so we got uh, NFL next weekend. Uh, this is actually a huge week for uh, fantasy football drafts. Uh, I am not a huge. I'm, I have a couple fantasy football leagues. I'm not a huge fantasy guy. I don't like fantasy. I don't. I seem to get wrapped to keep, up in yeah. it every year. I don't I still, think, like the drafting's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy the draft, but like I don't really keep up. Like the first I like five following rounds. along. It, it's something else besides watching the giant game. It may like I don't plan on betting a lot of NFL this year just because of the new helmet lowering rule, and I think it's really going to change games late. Not that there aren't already late calls and games that make people upset or lose their mind, but I feel like this is one of those that at least week one and two I'm going to stay away from. So at least it gives me a dog in the fight by following along with my fantasy. But yeah. in the same way. I'm so fucking stubborn. I can't take any other players in the NFC East. I can't start anybody playing against the Giants. Like I put myself at a disadvantage. My work league's a hundred buck, hundred dollar buy-in. I came and set. I lost in the championship last year. I won the regular season. I ended up taking home like four hundred bucks in that. But you know, I put myself at advantage, a disadvantage by doing that. And you know, it doesn't bother me. You know, I still enjoy it. This, that, whatever. But you know. It's not going to make or break my weekend if my fantasy team loses, but I, I like that it adds another facet to the game of you know interest to watch. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm not huge on it, but I uh, I did it. I, I I think the draft is fun. I'll probably forget to set a couple weeks when I'm focusing on when I'm trying to handicap a big game or something. Uh, tell us a little bit. You are fresh off the draft. Yep, just who, got who'd that you go with first league, pick. First pick. I had the third pick in the draft. It is a non-PPR league. Okay. So no points per reception. Straight up points. They finally switched the quarterback points, which were fucked up last year, which benefited me because I came in second. But it used to be a point for every 10 yards for quarterbacks, and now it's a point for every 25 yards, which is the correct way to do it. Like I said, some of the stuff wasn't up to par in the league last year, but I came in second. Not going to complain. Can't, no. Took Saquon Barkley with the third pick. A little early, but... David Johnson was there. I'm not a huge fan. I thought he had, you know, that breakout year. He was solid. He got injured. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't huge on him. Um, there was there was somebody from uh, what Ezekiel Elliott was there. I'm not going to take somebody from the Cowboys, like I said. And then it was either A. B. or Saquon, and I didn't want to take a wide receiver first pick. I, I wanted yeah. to go running back. You know, they're going to get the carries. You know, wide receivers don't get the ball put right in their hands. Running backs do so. That's why I went running back. I went Saquon. 
Probably helps a little bit that I'm a Giants fan, but, you know, gives me another rooting interest, another reason to yell at the TV on the weekends. But I thought I'm not going to complain about that pick. So one thing I think you did that's kind of interesting, and this is something I do not do at all, ever. And I'm like I said, I'm no expert, but this is one thing I've always kind of thought in the back of my head. I kind of do it when I do fantasy basketball as well. It's uh, like players on the same team. Obviously, it's a little different in basketball, Mm -hmm. but you have uh, Matt Ryan of the Falcons and Julio Jones of the Falcons. Yes. I think that's crazy because if they run into a big D, you're done. You're done. Oh, yeah. Or they it, open it against week, Philly week one. Like, yeah, that's actually, pretty, like Falcons pretty, in that game. Pretty a lot. big game. I got Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench. I Ooh, think Jimmy G like, is going to have a good year. I think he has a lot of potential. It's a 10 person league also, so there's always going to be quarterbacks on the, uh, to pick up if, if need be. So I thought quarterback heavy league, take Matt Ryan. He's going to air it out. He's got Julio <laughs> Jones. Most of the reps are going to go there. I, we, we went back and forth a little bit before we started. I think the NFC South is pretty weak defensively, at least. Yeah, I'd say defensively. So I think it is a competitive ben- division. Oh, it's, it's a, a competitive division. division. But it's a division that, let's be real, you see big scores in that division. The Saints put up points. Tampa Bay puts up points. And the Falcons put up points. So, and Tampa Bay is I'm not looking at I don't need Atlanta to win games. I just need Atlanta to air the ball out. I don't care if they're fucking... They're know, I want their defense too, to yeah. be terrible so they can... Get the have offense back on the field more. So, you know, I, I understand that that drop. I had, I know in the past I'd had like Eli and I had OBJ one year or I had Eli and Evan Ingram for a game or two last year, which ended up working out, but it's it's a high risk reward. You know, yeah. you, you, like you double up the points, you know, you know, do I play two hands in blackjack if yeah. I can get it at the same price? Yeah, I might because I can freaking then beat the dealer twice. That's that, that That's true. And like I like I said, I get it. High risk, high reward, but for me, it's like for the whole season wide, it's like why? Like I, no, and that's why. And I get yeah, you, you'll have to look at your matchups with Garoppolo and whatnot. I uh, got Garoppolo at Minnesota week one. He's projected a couple of points less, but Minnesota's got a pretty good D. I don't know Philly. I take Bowl. Philly. Dude, Philly's gonna Super have a Super Bowl, Bowl hangover. hangover yeah, yeah. I think a big time. Kind of uh, interesting news. I'm gonna butcher the name, so I'm not even gonna try it. The Philly tight end from last year just got popped for insider trading. Did you no, see this? No, not tight end. Kendricks? Yeah. I thought he was like a defensive end early. I thought he was a defensive player. I I, I know he was an end. I think I it was he a got tight cut. one. Yeah. He, so he was with the, with the Browns. Uh, popped for insider trading, which is... A, like, which is I it's guess if pretty backwards. It really doesn't make a lot of sense. Michael Kendricks. How many NFL players have gotten accused of like, you know... Martha Stewart like shit. Not even that, like DUI, like domestic abuse. So I like, guess it's a good drug thing. To get in trouble. And it's like the motherfucker gets cut for insider trading. Like, that's the most backwards thing ever. So he, he was getting tips. And he was giving. Uh, he, I, I saw he turned like 10 grand into like 1.8 million in like a matter of like three to five months. Basically by like greasing up guys in like twenty thousand dollar increments. Phil, he gave them tickets to Philly games. I, and somebody like somebody cash, explained yeah. it out like really clear in a tweet the other night that I, I saw. I guess it's I, if our NFL players are getting in trouble for that, albeit it's well, not a good thing. It's better than getting. Did you been see? A lot of have you things. watched Hard Knocks? I have not. No there is. I I watched the last episode with my roommate the other night, and then like half of the first episode. Not the greatest chronological order, but apparently there's a guy. He's like a defensive end. He's this white guy. He's like fucking massive. The dude is just like 
built. He's super fast. I, I can't remember his name right now, but he was basically like showing all the other defensive ends and players in like one of their meetings. He's like, this is what you got to do. You take a million dollars, you have 10% interest, it multiplies over like seven years, and then you've doubled your money by then. And then he's like going through, there's some type of formula where it's like this plus 10% interest over a year plus compounding ends up like double your money. You work in finance, you know more than me. It's uh, like, compounding it's interest, like a, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. But he's like trying to explaining it to him, and like he does the math wrong or something like that, and he just seems like crazy to these people. And he's just basically telling them like, yeah, all you need to do is put your, money, your money in the money. bank and yeah. sit on it and collect 10%. I'm like, yeah. what bank are you getting 10 percent from rich people bank yeah true <laughs> when you know people like that you should be able to just dump your money yeah into something like that so rich people banks definitely get that uh get that good rate and you really do just kind of have to if you're in the nfl just don't blow your money kind of sit on it make your money work well for it's like you. gronk gronk hasn't spent like a dime of his contract money ever he's only touched his endorsement money i believe something something along those lines and i know there's a handful of other players who have done a similar thing of I don't touch any of my contract money. I just use sponsorship, this, that, whatever, and that's how I get by, and I'm using that as a nest egg for when I leave football. I'm pissed. I can't think of his name. I want to say it's Ryan Broyles. He used to be a wide receiver Nassib, in Oklahoma. Nassib is the guy's last name. No, no, no. No, no saying, that's a this, quarterback. I'm uh, saying on the Cleveland, the, okay, the hard knocks okay, guy. Okay. Um, Ryan Broyles, Sorry. wide receiver at Oklahoma, drafted by the Lions. I don't even know if he's still in the league. He had some ACL issues, but he was like – he straight up said he was like, I'm going to make this first contract. He was an early draft pick. I forget what round. I want to say first two rounds. He was like, I'm going to make this contract last me the rest of my life. And him and his life, like, he still drove the same Honda Accord from mm-hmm. high school. Him and his wife only had one car. She dropped him off at practice every day. Awesome. They ate, like, never went out to eat, always made He's food made at home, home yeah. lived in, like, a one-bedroom apartment. It's like Warren Buffett, yeah. yeah. Warren Buffett been in the same house he bought for $35,000 in the 70s. Like, the guy's like, it works. It, it meets my needs. I yeah. don't need anything extravagant. I don't need anything over the top. Like I, I don't think Boyles is still in the league, but, like, if, if, if for, like, making a contract like that work for you for so long, that's pretty cool. That's, that's the dream, man. That's, that's what all you got to do. Be smart about it. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Unless you got anything else to say, do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't got a whole lot. You know, best of luck this weekend betting. Yeah. You know, it's 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 best our of luck. Christmas. You know, yeah, gonna God, be a I lot can... of fun. Follow along on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, for me, hopefully I'll be tweeting some live some video. Hopefully as well. Ooh. You know, video update uh, on Twitter. It is at Radio OTB. Definitely follow. We're gonna start putting out a little more content on there. We'll this throw is, some picks yeah, out. This is our know. season now. This this is this is where you guys, you know, if you listen to us over college basketball that Friday, you would have made a ton of money. If you would have listened both days, you would have made money. But you know, we're gonna start heating up here. Hopefully, you know, we can uh, quit our day jobs and just do this full time. Wouldn't, wouldn't everybody who listens every week enjoy that? Just so much more. Imagine if we could actually like make some notes and like prepare for this. How well it would go. Yeah, that. Uh, that's crazy. That's for sure. Well, so, uh, it's a dream. But yeah. that wraps it up for this week. That's all we got, man. We out. You put on your coat, out, put on my hat. You put out the dog, out, put out the cat. You put on your
Stay home the fall.